1: and after a mid-lockdown break, uh, we are back to talk about uh, one specific subject, really, this week. And that subject is Harry Redknapp. Uh, the reason for that is that uh, um, with lockdown being what it is, I've now watched about uh, 12 hours of football that Rob Banks has put up on the Stop Hammer Time uh, Facebook page, uh, which documents... Uh, Pretty much from 1980 post boys of 86 to where, are we up to about 2007 now yeah
2: uh, I've been uh, uh, I solidly I've been watched I solidly watched
1: the uh, the Harry Redknapp years and I thought we should uh, go back and talk about them uh, so so that's what we're gonna do um with me this week to discuss that are the aforementioned
2: Rob banks hello. Hello, Rob. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Just, Surviving? Uh, looking forward to the season starting again.
1: Oh, it's going to be exciting, isn't it? Also joining me as usual, Jim Grant. Hello, Jim. Good evening. Hiya. And with us again this week, one of one of Britain's finest legal minds. It is, of course, a former blogger on the subjects of Wagner and West Ham United under the name Donna the Hammer. He is, of course, Russell Raphael. Hello, Russell. Good evening. How are you?
0: Yes, well, I'm all right. I'm a former blogger. I could be a former lawyer, the way things are going. Yes, but, um, yes. You know, are you especially, doing especially any law
1: optimistic. from home?
0: Um, well, as, as little as I can get away with, but yes, trying to keep, keep the wolf from the door.
1: Yes, splendid, splendid. Mm. Um, now, oh, yeah. Now, uh, at the weekend, uh, Channel 4 showed the 1966 World Cup final. Did anyone watch it? How did we get on? <laughs> um it's good <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah. i mean spoilers but it might still be on all four you might be able to watch it soon so i don't want to give ah, too much away about okay it. so um, um anyone I, in- had, sp- I had i uh,
0: had months at the time it's it's a good it's a bloody good game isn't it yeah are I, we all I, old I, enough I, to I remember am, I it it this Sunday, I've seen it several times before
3: and it is yeah it's a fantastic game
1: yeah, I've seen it. I, I only watched about two thirds of it, uh, but I've seen it a couple of times before. Um, I don't remember. I, you know, I was alive when it was when it happened, but I don't remember it.
2: Um, I was in so I missed it. Yeah.
0: Um, no, I was there. I, well, not I wasn't there, but my whole street <laughs> in Ilford, all the kid, mumps was sweeping through the street. And we had a house That's full it. of kids, but you either had to have mumps or have had it. In order to get in and watch the TV, oh, that's right. my my recollection of it. Mm.
1: It's uh, absolutely end to end, and it's interesting. There, the Germans are a little bit more ticker attacker than we are. But what we what we do is we just run at them. Their defence, all 120 minutes, is, is more on edge and has to work harder than our defence because we, every time we put the ball up, someone will run at them. If if Styles manages to dispossess someone, he'll start running until he can see a pass out. It's, wide.
3: Um, yeah, it's a while since I've seen it. And of course obviously the, the you know the, the the standout performances and the West Ham boys are you know amazing. But my recollection of, of it having seen it several times is Alan Ball is just incredible and
1: gets I mean it's extraordinary
3: covers the pitch in the most he, amazing way. You know he's, it, he's what an engine. He's he's incredible in that game.
1: It's absolutely extraordinary. He is I mean, he he's kind of the difference in the last half hour in extra time. Oh, I think so. Yeah, they are they're tiring quite badly because I think they've had to work harder than our players. You know, um, yeah we do, we use a we use a kind of diagonal long. Ball a lot. Our fullbacks get forward a lot in it. Cullen and Wilson, you know, get forward a lot, and we run at them and use diagonal balls quite a lot. They're a little bit more tick attacker than we are, and, and they are very skillful considering how bumpy the pitch
0: is. It's, yeah. Tonight, tonight uh, was daunting enough that I would have to remember back to the eighties. But within <laughs> two minutes, <laughs> I having to remember to nineteen
1: sixty six. Now I'm to take part know, in a, it was in a tactical you
0: know, debate. If we know, are, if well, we well, we know we're very familiar with Ray. Well, oh, Ray Wilson was featured in the 1968 England football annual that I bought from Bobby Moore's shop on my oh. eighth or ninth birthday and got served by the great man himself. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Actually, I don't there think I know Ray Wilson's club. Everton. Everton. He's an Everton player. I thought he was a Liverpool player. Um, I always remember. I wish I had that book because Bob Moore signed it. God knows what's happening. Yeah, Yeah, I I have Bobby Moore's signature from that. I remember that it featured. It featured Ray Wilson defending class.
1: Wow! Wow! Great. No, it's it's a it's a bloody good game. It's end to end, and I mean, no one tries to protect their lead. You know. People are just—they just keep attacking. We keep attacking when we're sort of two nil up. And, you know, we sort—that of, might be the reason we can concede the equaliser in literally the ninetieth minute of the game. Uh, perhaps we were a little naive. I don't know, but I'd rather see that than something else.
2: If we are talking about uh, Redknapp in connect, just just a little link with uh with the sixty-six World Cup. Uh I was reading a quote earlier today where he said that um West Ham had obviously the three World Cup winners in their team from sixty six onwards. Um and we never finished higher than seventeen. No. Said, uh, just oh. goes to show how shit the other eight were.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're going to talk about Harry in this podcast because, uh, we are watching all that thing. So his sort of tenure was basically from the beginning of season 94 till just before the end of, uh, 2001. And, um, you know, one thing that has, uh, sort of been magnified because of a biography he wrote was to do with the takeover from the, or the transition from Billy Bonds to Harry Redknapp. Um, but one thing, uh, one thing I think is that sometimes the, the the Billy Bonds years seem to be sort of consigned to a slightly, you know, forgotten basement somewhere in that it's not really talked about. But it was four and a half years, longer than Allardyce. And, uh, you know, he, there's two promotions in it. Um, obviously, the downside is that there is a relegation in the middle of those. And also the first season in the Premiership, which is his last season, Ironically, that's very comfortable. It's um, we win thirteen games. You know, we lose sixteen, so we end up thirteen. We're above Chelsea and Spurs, so it's not. It's not as if you know he had disgraced himself and he had to go, and it was all a catastrophe. You know, um, and there's a lot of good football in those times. It's it, we're still suffering a little bit from. Um, wondering who our forwards are. In, in you know, we've talked a little bit about this, and that you know, Jimmy the Tree and uh, Eamon Dolan are sort of with us, but don't seem to really get a kick. Morley plays up front. An injured uh, Rossini keeps kind of appearing for one game and then vanishing. I remember that from those years, kind of going, God, Do we still have him? You know, we saw him last, um, six, you know.
3: That was that was the season they signed the kind of the, the, the three guys who sort of turned up and met each other for the first time
1: and we won at Blackburn. Was it was that was that, that yeah.
2: season? Oh, yeah. that was Mike, Mike Marsh. The, was, was that the Mike Marsh, intern, Marsh yeah, Mike Marsh, and Chap Burrows, Burrows? Yeah, Burrows, yeah, it yeah that's, in that. that's
3: um, it. and Marsh was a decent player, and um, Burrows was a solid fullback. and actually. Um, in that first season, Chapman Chapman was better than we remember him. I think Yes. It came home to me in those videos, Rob. That you know he he um, he got a few really quite useful goals away yeah. at Southampton, one or two big headers. You know,
1: yeah,
3: and, and held it up. And you know, uh, it was it was after you know he he he, he his his next season
1: was was more, was more wretched, wasn't it? And he goes uh, during that season, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes during that season but yeah, that 93-94 season it's comfortable we're never in any trouble, we finish 13th the goals come from Morley and Chapman, uh, but they also come from Matty Holmes and Martin Allen quite a bit, yeah.
2: Allen scores a lot, he had this He's thunder five consecutive games or something during yeah. towards the yeah. end of the season
1: a much underrated player, I mean I've got a slight, you know, I've got a, as has been mentioned on this podcast many times I think Martin Allen was a Far underrated footballer. I thought he was terrific. That sort of shot from outside the box. Yeah. His stamina. He worked all game. He could trap, pass, head, run at people. You know. He well, was. Wasn't really
0: he pretty, did he come from Arsenal? Am I getting mixed Signing from QPR. 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 And he was a pretty good player. You know, we signed. It wasn't as if we took a chance. I think we thought we were signing a pretty good player.
2: Yeah, um, went with the first division when we signed him, and we were we were we'd just been relegated. And yeah, I think he didn't he fall out with uh, the manager at QPR over Is it Jerry paternity Francis paternity yeah. leave. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and really he wanted to go, so um, Makari stepped in and bought him.
0: I find, to to know, sorry, I, I find it difficult to know. Sorry, I find it difficult to. Know how to judge bonds because he had rednap as his assistant manager. Well, and one doesn't know who was really calling the shots. Bonds well, never started any of this. A great communicator. He so doesn't I assume a lot of that success or otherwise. You know, Rednap has to take quite a bit of credit for during well, the well. No,
1: it's for four and a half years he's the manager, and it's only the last two he has rednap. Rednap right. comes. After our relegation So yeah This is a You know It's an astute point Because We come straight back up With Harry Then have a very good season So Harry's there So You know I don't I don't know How much Harry was Sort of responsible for that But you know The first promotion That's Bonds You know Without Harry You know We go down mm-hmm. under um uh, John Lyle And Makari has a go For half a season And then Um Bonds finishes up. Pretty much next year we go up. So you know, Bonds did well then. I mean, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Another real sort of mystery, uh, we've talked about the latter part of these two, Jim, is that, you know, that, that uh, boys of 86 team um, sort of it is dismantled to a certain extent. Cotty goes, a couple of other players goes, you don't really see Devonshire much anymore. Uh, and then this player comes on who you think that's the heir to that sort of crown, and Paul Lins as well, Stuart Slater. And uh, I can't remember the circumstances under which we got, just decided to sell him.
0: Um, well, he, he, well, he was pushing for it, wasn't
3: he? He, he was, was very he? close to Liam Brady, wasn't he? And and it, um, didn't it, it was something to the personal relationship with them. He went to Celtic, didn't he? Was it,
2: yeah. yeah. Liam Brady, the manager at Celtic at yeah, the time, yeah. or, or, or he yeah. was acting or, as or an agent.
3: Or acting as his agent, and I think you yeah. know he was his mentor, wasn't he? And yeah, Celtic's, and, you know, to, uh, uh, perhaps less so now than than then. It was it was it was a massive club in many ways. So
1: yeah, absolutely. You know. um, and um, then, then we still, we do it again though straight away in that we have this. Uh, uh, uh kid who we then put out on the pitch who's been in the sort of system for a while called mark robson who is dynamite in those first few games he plays and you go jesus christ we sold stuart slater and we've got a spare stuart slater this guy's fantastic you know and similarly um we got rid of him as well um yeah
3: I mean, he, he was still in the squad, wasn't he, at the start of that season, I think? Whereas keep they'd sold Keane, hadn't they? They sold Keane, the other yeah, winger which was in a mistake. Um, uh, they sold him to Wolves,
0: didn't they? Was it Wolves? Yeah, yeah. Keane yeah. yeah.
3: sold to Wolves, yeah. Um, Robson went they to Jordan. And they bought, uh, you know, Disco Dale, didn't
1: they? Disco Dale so, Gordon, you
3: know, yeah, yeah. Who, who, who did not very much and then got injured.
1: No, that's right. I mean, it's sort of a... It, it felt really weird in retrospect they sort of did the same thing twice they had a player that was really good and maybe maybe his head was turned and he just wanted to go to Celtics there's not much you can do about that but uh, Robson was terrific no one at the time was to know that his because um, he wrecked his knee when he was really young uh, playing I think for Spurs and in fact he played for Charlton, but he, he sort of retired relatively young because his knee gave up. But we could have easily got two or three more years out of him, and he was tremendous. And we did. It was almost like we got rid of Keane and Robson at different times because Robson starts the season with Disco Dale Gordon, I think, but yes, uh, yes. sort of you know, actually has trouble getting in the team, I think. But, um,
0: uh, you know, he was tremendous. Why have Slater? I mean, he was a, a real... Um, you know, a quality player, wasn't After he? Celtic, it was
1: Ipswich, wasn't so
0: why it? did he, was he not a success at Celtic? I'm surprised, a bit. did he get a bad injury? Or you'd think I, a big club would have come in for him. <coughs> I think he I've a- heard him talk
1: about this, and he he underperformed at Celtic. He felt that the sort of weight of expectation and the price tag sort of weighed heavily on him, and he just
0: sort of didn't do a great job. Because he went to Ipswich, and I think it was with them for a while. Well, that was back home, wasn't he? Because wasn't he a Cambridge boy, I think, or somewhere from Yeah, he was from way.
3: Suffolk, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe long way at home and Celtic and a young kid well, it, fell into bad case. habits, maybe.
3: Yeah, I mean, players do feel the pressure of um, of some of these transfers, don't they? I remember, you know, it seems ridiculous because he only went for about 750,000. So I remember Alan Dickens in an interview saying he felt the pressure of his transfer to Chelsea. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. It, um, you know, you, you, Slater had got a, a lot of pre We had that FA Cup run when we went to the semi final, and Slater was fantastic in that run.
1: Yes, extraordinary. And, and
3: he come to prominence, hadn't he, through that? And and um, mm. there was a lot of talk about him. And and yeah, I guess there was there was there's expectation. And I think you know, I Celtic in that respect, it's a tough tough gig. I mean, it's a tough place to go. You, the, yeah. you know, the very demanding, very media intensive. Environment, I think, you know, if you're playing in London and you're not playing for Spurs or Arsenal or Chelsea, you know, you, you you're, you're not so much the focus. If you play for Celtic, you are, you know, there's going to be everything about you all the time in the, in the media, isn't
1: there? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Harry comes in at the beginning of the 94, 95 season. And, and, you know, the story is that um, Bournemouth, uh, were offering Harry the job as manager. And um, part of, um, Billy Bonds sort of, you know, uh, feud or standoff with Harry is that, uh, um, the club said, "Oh, we don't think he should go. We should keep him. Billy, do you want to be director of football and Harry do the day-to-day stuff? And that Billy Bonds walked and, um, it sounds like it's sort of quite a, possibly a sort of accurate summation of what happens. But Billy Bonds sort of feels he was somewhat betrayed by Redknapp in the course of that sort of tr- transition from uh, one to the other. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm inclined to believe Billy Bonds, I must say. Um, I'm sure Harry was not quite as, you know, had possibly been tapped up for that job by the Cairns family and Terry Brown, you know, and was possibly not telling Billy something that was, you know, going to happen.
2: I think there's obviously more to it, more to it than, than we know, because uh, to, for, for, for Bonds to remain silent about it for all these years, and I think he's, he's sort of, he's sort of uh, let a few bits of information slip just recently, didn't he? But, but he's never really given his side of the story.
1: Well, he responded to Harry's autobiography, didn't he? because it, it finally went down in black and white in a way that you know bonds felt didn't portray what happened, so suddenly sort of a very false version of events is now in black and white and um...
2: yeah. But when you think how close they were, I mean mm. Rednat was best man at Bonzo's yeah. wedding, wasn't he, and um, yeah. you know the, uh, he must have felt. That he'd done something really bad to, um, yes. to 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 walk away like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I think that that version of events sort of sounds plausible. But what it possibly is is that is that sort of Harry was aware that that was going to happen sometime before it did. You know, mm. he'd quite possibly been approached earlier or something like that you know yeah anyway so he starts and i mean my 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 sort of headline for this chat is is uh the turnover of players and i think there's a for me there's a pattern of he wants his own men in uh like. but but two seasons of of his tenure 95 96 and 96 97 Here's who plays in midfield in in, in just two seasons. Bishop, Allen, Monker, Williamson, Hutchison, Slater, Lazaridis, Hughes, Rush, Hawks, Porfirio, Lomas and Lampard all play in West Ham's midfield in just two seasons. And uh, that sort of typifies Harry... Um, and his love of buying new footballers and his revolving door sort of policy of how to kind of deploy those uh, uh, footballers. You know, because, um, you know, we start in 1994, 95. Uh, one of his first signings is John Moncur, who is a player that has the attributes of Martin Allen Andy, and Ian Bishop, who we already have. Uh, so you get this.
3: It was on the of his um, of his son? Wasn't it? Didn't he ask his son who uh, who he yeah. thought the best midfielder in the
2: he played against was? And he said yeah. Bon Kerr at Swindon. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: I think he so he was actually signed while Bonds was still uh, still manager, but it's quite clear that it was Harry that was uh, the instigator of that signing. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I, I think that was the, the issue, wasn't it? To a certain extent. That, that partnership you know a lot of people felt that harry was the brains behind the you know or the, or the tactician or whatever and, and harry i think was quite happy for people to see it that way and, and he was always more comfortable in front of cameras than bob yeah it was, it was, yeah he yeah. was always yeah. a more confident media persona a kind of you know that, that kind of that kind of cheeky chappy wheeler dealer character that he, he portrays and that's yeah. been that's evidenced to you know. Since then, in the you know, his media career has gone on beyond
0: football, hasn't it? So, um, as as evidenced by Bond's career subsequently,
3: yeah. I, you
0: yeah. know, I i I've always felt at the time that Bonds was really sort of like the coach, and I assumed he was doing most of the work on the training field, but that the well, half the pub, the pub, more than half the public face was Redknapp, and certainly Redknapp was calling the shots when it came to transfers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, his uh, ability to spot a good player is um, legendary, but also, you know, he just buys, there's quite a scattergun approach to his uh, purchasing of players. It's not necessarily that he buys good yeah. players. He just buys so many players that some of them will be good.
2: Um, he, buys many, well, he buys as many as he did. And, you know, you've got to you remember what he did with the with the Rio Ferdinand money so as yeah, he that's was buying you know, yeah. Rig- rigobert song and um Titi Titi Kamara. Kamara. yeah well, yeah
3: that's where it all went wrong isn't it really yeah. you know it was it was it was that you can pinpoint so much of what's been what's been wrong with the club ever since from that from that that sale and 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 the the disastrous transfer dealings that followed on from it because up until then you'd had a bit of a kind of um yeah you know, there had been um, bad signings like Boogers, for example, and, and, uh, and whatever before, but there was such a revolving door and some of the good yeah. ones stayed, you know, and, and he certainly brought some that list of players, Phil.
0: Well, when, when you got, got one son, there, you know, I
3: mean, when you've got yeah, one yeah, we son that's a
0: player, you've got one son that's a player and another son that's an agent. And so, yeah. one can imagine that the, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, he's going to hear about uh, everyone and, um, he was probably, you know, he was kind of, He was almost like a, a junkie. He needed the next deal, didn't he? And he yeah, yeah, he wasn't that's
1: buying right. or uh, selling um,
0: someone.
1: And I mean, that that sort of could sort of retrospectively justify a lot of his desire to buy and sell players in the transfer market. Is if you look at these things, going well, I wonder if he was making some money himself every single time he did one of these, because you know that seems to um, sort of justify quite a lot of what he's doing. In, uh,
0: well, we couldn't this, possibly say, but, no, I, but wasn't it? Me. Was it with, with uh Kamara? I don't know if I'm remembering rightly or wrongly, but we we paid a lot more than Liverpool were trying to sell him for a short while before. I might be remembering that incorrectly, I probably am, but it seems to that you know, it, we seem to pay we pay about a million quid for him or something like that, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, you know. What did he? I don't know how many games he played for us. Oh,
1: God, hardly any. It's,
0: it's A terrible. Yeah. But,
1: we, um, yeah. but he, the other thing with him is that he sort of, uh, he wants, he very quickly sort of uh, wants to establish his sort of own men. It's weird that someone who was really, really good for us uh, in the following season is Danny Williamson, who basically he just sells. Uh, and I think it's partially because his nephew is coming through. Um, yes. Says, uh, um, they get there in 95, 96. Well, basically to top off 94, 95, that season's a. it was sort of wretched. It was a struggle for two thirds of it. And then the final from March to May We, like, win about nine games. It's really amazing, you know. Um, And Hutch is a huge part of that. Hutchison's great in that bit. We get Cotty back that season. Chapman goes. So, basically... Was um, was
0: Ferdinand introduced in that season? Did he he play about um, the last three or four games of one? 95-96
1: Ninety-five ninety-six is a really good season. We finished tenth. It's really strong. And that's before the Hearts and Kitson season. Ninety-five ninety six is a strong, strong season. Michael Hughes arrives. Yeah, Dix great is Dix is well back. Dix comes back the previous season. Uh but um in ninety-five ninety six, uh Slater, Lazaridis, Dowie, Danny, Billich, Arrive Lampard and Rio debut. so it's sort of, but but just right at the end, because we're doing we're in such a strong position. They kind of come out as a cameo in the last couple of games. And of but course, not, it was Ludo actually, swan in goal song
0: that season, else,
3: wasn't, wasn't
1: it? it? Sorry, it
3: was Dixie's swan song really that season. Well, he was great that season, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah though he, you know, he plays a lot after that, but um, you know, he's still playing in about two thousand and one, but. Ninety-five, ninety-six is a fantastic He's season. Great, yeah. yeah. No, he plays a lot after that, but um, yeah. But um, you yeah, some strange things happen. Like you know, the beginning of ninety-five, ninety-six, he sells Hutchison and Allen. You know, he 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 goes off a player like a light switch being turned off. He just doesn't fancy them anymore. And similarly, you know. Uh, no, five, no six, Williamson plays all the time. Uh, next season, um, he's just sold, you know, uh, for no sort of real reason. It's uh, But, it's that, not, but you know, that's is
0: self-perpetuating that. because other clubs will know that Knapp will always listen to an offer. Doesn't matter what, what the player yeah. is, however good he's playing, however important he is to the club, Knapp will be tempted by a deal. So yeah. we're going to invite, you know, we're going to be like, bees round uh round honey yeah
1: it's surprising how good williamson is and that's and that's very true russell because um he's quite highly priced. i mean i think we you know two, the two, amounts of it? money in in those days are only like a couple of million or something but we yeah. um everton really want him and i think we take quite a big chunk of change and david
0: unsworth I think yeah, was, I really liked, I must say. Yeah, that's the, the deal. I had a lot of time for Unsworth.
1: But um, Williamson was, you know, we, Rob, Yeah, I think you said he, he, you know, he was gutted to leave West Ham. Yeah. He didn't want to be. We, but Harry we, saw a
2: deal. We interviewed him outside Goodison Park when he made his debut against us. I think um, we went up there uh, the Saturday after the deal had been done and he played in the game against us and Everton won 2-1. Yeah, uh, we interviewed him afterwards, and, and he was in tears. He just he, he was absolutely gutted about having to leave, and and yeah. I think he's another player who got injured very badly shortly oh, yeah. after.
1: His yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, that happens with us all the time, doesn't it? We sold Matthew Rush immediately injured, gives up football forever. Um, Matty Holmes we sold to Blackburn. Uh, then he went to Charlton, and then Kevin Muscat crushed his ankle, and he had to give up football. Robson gave up not long after we sort of played a few years for Charlton, I think. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we do get them. And what's annoying retrospectively with all those players is we didn't have them for longer before they went somewhere else. And uh, you know, because Holmes was amazing in uh, that um, last Billy Bond season. But but you know what happens? Ninety four, ninety five, ninety five, ninety six. Hutch bangs in a load of goals to keep us in the division. Uh, Redknapp just sells him beginning of the next season, you know, uh,
2: gets rid of him. Uh, and he Martin was Allen, a bit of a disruptive influence, I think.
0: Which he? I think was partly why he came to us in the first place. <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>. Weren't Liverpool <laughs> quite keen to move him on?
1: His Budweiser <laughs> yeah. story. Budweiser, yeah, yeah.
0: But, you know, God,
1: he could play. Bloody hell. Oh, yes. He was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. he was very good. And, um, you know, 95-6, out go Martin Allen, out without much, uh, you know, um, Hugh and cry goes Trevor Morley, finally, beginning in 95-96, um, who had been, you know, fantastic servant for the club on his own with all of our goal-scoring power sort of on his shoulders uh, for such a long time. But um, so 95-96 is a really good season for us. We finished 10th. It's comfortable. Um, We're banging a lot of goals. Uh and uh, Williamson plays a lot, you know. Um, Slater and Lazaridis arrive. Slater's great for that one season. Pace, yeah, and runs was at like, them.
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, he's good. was good. It was good. I still, have rather had uh, Holmes over Slater any time. Yeah. That, that was kind of the trade, wasn't it? It was Slater yeah. came in as to replace Holmes, but yeah. Blackburn. Blackburn had the money at the time and they were prepared to pay quite a decent fee for him, if I recall. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think the context to a lot of this, what was about the, the kind of winning was, was I mean, there's two important bits of context. One, it's the beginning of the Premier League and, um, you know, the money is starting to go mental uh, and you can see where that's that's heading and it's, you know, you've got, you're in with the big boys and you've got to, to stay in that league and compete. You, you, you've got out the money, and the, and the second context is a board that was, you know, um, I think notoriously difficult and and incompetent and and duplicitous, and um, uh, you know, I, I think I think I think it, 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 the wheel of dealing has to be has to be put in the context of those two things. Really, you're trying to survive <laughs> without being given a big budget. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you've you you've got to find ways of doing it. You've got to keep things together. over. In order to buy players, you've got to sell players. That was, there was no sense yeah. of, well, here's a core of a team that we're going to build, we're going to build the team around. It was kind of who's available, what can we do, what deals can we do.
1: Yeah, and what
3: we'll we do next that, year. good at that for a while, you know, for a while. Yeah. I mean, oh. that was the, you know, he traded on that. And I suppose the other important bit of context was that, um, towards the back end of this period, coming down the pipeline is our own golden generation of players, and they must have known. Looking at the youth teams and um, you know the young lads playing, they must have known they had a they had a decent set of players in the offing.
1: Possibly, yeah. Well, what he does the very next year because we have a good tenth place finish, good sort of solid tenth place finish. Uh, his big buys for the beginning of the next year's campaign, nineteen ninety six to nineteen ninety seven. Uh, well, in fact, he gets him earlier, but there's a real, he's got a work permit problem or something, is uh, Ili Dimitrescu, Florin Radachoyu, and Paolo Futre. Yeah. Those yeah. are his big buys for that season. And I Rob, can't. there's a, there's a
0: book in each of those, I should think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't remember yeah. who we got rid of, but that's who he decided to strengthen the team with. Okay. And that season is a fucking catastrophe, you know. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's only the arrival of Carson and Kitson that sort of really um, yeah. sort of s- starts to make things coalesce a bit. The first two thirds of that season were just wretched. We just get beat every week. And in fact, you know, again, watching those uh, vids you uploaded, um, Rob, it's again this thing that, that, you know, he just loses interest in Don Hutchison and sort of sells him. I don't know whether he was disruptive, but he didn't seem to be disruptive on the pitch and the other players you know, play very well with him. He scores. Radichoyu looks really good and he does something that makes Harry cross, which might have something to do with Harvey Nichols. And it's like, well... You know, aren't you a good man-manager or something? Don't just sulk and go, oh, we'll never play for us again. Something that happened with Don Hutchison, and I remember it on Match of the Day. It was like Hutch got himself sent off. He had two yellow card offences got sent off. And Harry... He really absolutely slated him on that. Match. Was
2: Leicester. Yeah, that was against Leicester in the. Uh, yeah. He the sort 94. of went
1: oh, There were 10 guys playing out there, and one idiot just uh, absolutely just hangs him out to dry. And it's basically you kind of go, you know, Allardyce was a bit like this, seemed to buy footballers and then almost reluctantly put them in the team as if he'd been saddled with them, you know. Yeah. And. and um, Redknapp, similar you know, like Radichoyu looked all right. And if he went shopping one day, well, you've just got to shout at him and send him back out on the pitch again. Don't just drop him. He's it's, like, is your glamour by And you just go, nope, I've lost interest in him.
2: I think Harry just, Harry just uh, didn't fancy Radich- Radichoi from day one. I don't know why he bought him, to be honest. I mean, No, it's
1: extraordinary, he, isn't
2: it? He, he came on in that, do you remember that that game we beat Southampton came from behind? Michael yeah. Hughes scored with that lobbed cross. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, he came on at half time with Dimitrescu, and they turned that game around between of yeah. them. And and after that, they were hardly given a chance. The uh, man, you game, I remember, yeah. The
0: man, you Kate? Oh, yeah. yes. The man, you, that's right. It
2: bends it oh, round the fantastic yeah. Goal. Yeah. 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 and he scored a similar one. He ran from the halfway line to score against Sunderland. Or, yeah. um, was it Boxing Day or um, yeah. shortly after between uh, Christmas and New Year? And and um, this whole business with him going off shopping at. Harvey Nichols or Selfridges or wherever it was, I think he's just Harry, um, you know, making making excuses as yeah. as he used to, because there was a breakdown in communication. In some, I think Radhutru's wife was pregnant, wasn't she, or well, she was about to give birth, and yeah. he understood that he had. Again, it's this it's this whole paternity leave thing, but he understood that he was able. And I don't think his English was particularly great. So um, he he was under the impression that he was free to do whatever he wanted. He didn't think, oh, it's Stockport on a Wednesday night. I don't fancy that much. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm off shopping, or I'm going to pretend to be injured. It's uh, and and Harry will twist it round to whatever would suit his whatever yeah. would suit his uh, extraordinary.
1: Because he's you know you look at those um, YouTube sort of highlights of the season that he put up a You can tell the guys a player. Tell yeah. the guys a real player. Mustard. You know, he was he was, he was and, terrific. And he just goes, I don't I don't fancy him. And it's almost like Harry's going, I'd rather lose game after game after game than play this guy. And you're just like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Dimitrescu, you know, I think yeah, we actually <laughs> bought in the previous season because he was at Spurs, wasn't he? And then there was some sort of he left Spurs in disgrace, so Harry there was something like with hookers or something, I can't remember, but Harry bought him. But then there was some sort of work permit, EU work permit problem that made me couldn't play for ages, which is going to happen in a couple of years with Hayden Fox as we move along. From oh the, God, there's yeah. a player that can't <laughs> play because of work permit. It's just <laughs> extraordinary. Can't you buy footballers that are allowed to run on We the field? Had, um,
3: he was one of a succession of, of, of centre-halves we had who... Uh, who on paper were great but never played like Simon Webster and Richard Hall yeah and, uh, they were always just permanently injured or something you know uh, Margas yeah. he just went home to Chile
0: and, uh, yeah 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 so that's... Well, Margas Margas was a pretty good player wasn't he I, well, he, he was may was not have played Chile, much yeah. but I like About... hard traditional centre half yeah. yeah it's good yeah yeah
3: he was good at the end
0: and I think his deal still holds anyone turning up in Chile at his hotel yeah, as a West Ham fan will stay for free I think he yeah, well, yeah. he made that nice offer he, did, no, he
2: dyed, his hair, dyed his hair claret and blue when yeah. He, yeah. He, he did like, yeah. he came back and dyed his hair claret and blue I think that would yeah.
0: have done well and we're, yeah. we're gluttoned for an odd cliche touch like that aren't we yeah <laughs> <absolutely>.
1: <laughs> so we sort of like you know the next season Harson and Kitson have sort of you know we finished uh, 96, ninety six ninety seven so strongly Uh, we you know it's a wretched season. We're 14th, but you know we have to work hard to survive. But we finished 14th. Then the next season, we've got Hartson and Kitson, and again Kitson um, is fantastic. Uh,
0: but- Sorry, is this the post? This you're talking about the season after the one they arrived?
1: Well, I'm about to talk about it. Yeah, you know the, the because you no, crossed the season-
0: over then the season they arrived when you said we huffed and puffed and we survived. I, it, I my recollection, it was a lot closer than that. I thought we were almost down and out when they Yeah, arrived. we were.
1: Yeah, no, this is what I said. Yeah, it's wretched yeah. for about two-thirds of it. Absolutely painful to watch these this procession of yeah. football matches. It's awful. Hartson and and arrive. Um, they, they're, it's very transformative because, I mean, also, you know, there were players that, um, Joanne Bora. he just didn't fancy him. He bought him, just didn't fancy him. When Bora came, he was like a sort of, um, just a younger Lee Chapman, really a uh, bit fitter a bit quicker but um, he's quite often on the bench for a whole game in which we don't score goals uh, Harry finally picks him sort of reluctantly and uh, but every time he came out he looked good and he he had a very good understanding with Tony Cotty which was eventually replaced by quite a good understanding between Ian Dowie and Tony Cotty in possibly that 95-96 season yeah. might be before that uh, yeah not sure, can't remember. Um, but um,
2: so, Howie got about 14 goals in that uh uh 95 96 season, yeah, and didn't get one at all uh, the following year. No, uh, absolutely.
3: he was runner up for Hammer of the Year, wasn't he? He was, he yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a massive try, <laughs> you know, he, we yeah. always you know loved the effort he put in, he was just not you know very good. No, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it wasn't he, bad. Got, we've had worse, but yeah. yeah well, definitely was, had
3: worse, and we've um, and, yeah. and and, and he, you know he's he had a fantastic um, attitude to the game, and and uh, that saw him through a lot. You know, yeah. It's unfortunate,
2: uh, yeah. Unfortunate, for, unfortunate for him that he'll always be remembered for the young goals.
3: <laughs> the young goal at Stockport. Yeah. Yeah. Stockport. where he definitely. Extra gets confused there doesn't he he thinks he's Uh. there's no question about that because you look at the expression on his face i mean it's a very deliberate header it's a brilliant header and it's very deliberate and he's just momentarily had a kind of head fuck in in which he thinks he's scoring a goal
0: that's
1: the university education for you
3: i'm convinced about that so
1: 97 98 lampard uh who had been in and out of the team. We bought Lomas, you know, the 90s, 90 97 season, we bought, uh, as well as Raditorello Future and Dimitresco, uh, we had Porfirio, who was really good. And, and, you know, in a funny way, Danny with, because I think Danny went to a nightclub and then Harry was like, no, I don't like him. He's gone. I sort of thought we should have kept him. He was uh, good. Similarly with Porfirio, he was really good too. Um, Porfirio became quite a cult hero, because uh, it was such a dreadful season that um, until Hartson and Kitson arrived. But um, it's funny, you, there are players that you imagine are from different eras to each other. But when Hartson and Kitson play in that last sort of third of the season, Porfirio's in the same team. I, I'd never yeah. really... I sort of thought Porfirio's earlier, but he's not. He's in that team. And our strong finish to keep us up... Um, and it is, you know, it's close.
2: He's a big part of that. I remember being completely gutted when Porfirio decided not to stay. Yeah. Because I thought he was a key he was a key player. And obviously we were, you know, we got Berkovic in instead. Uh, his, yeah. He proved to be, proved to be uh, the missing link. As it Yeah, were. fantastic. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was really... Yeah, I
1: mean, that's the show. You know, like Berkovic, 9798, we finish eighth. It's a great season. Berkovic comes in. Uh, Samasi Abu... Trevor Sinclair, um, and someone who came off the bench quite a lot was Manny me, who uh, came on and was quite good. You know, always pretty much off the bench that season because you know. Um, but one um, well, thing you know, yeah, who, who's another, bench? Another that's thing, the problem. <laughs>
0: it was whose bench?
1: Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, the sort of the sort of extraordinary thing as these seasons go on are that Tim Breaker is still at right back. Uh, you know, Tim Fraker starts playing right back for us in about 1989. 97, 98, he plays a lot of games as our right back, though we are, going to, we are going to that... Um, sort of 3-5-2 in that season yeah. using a right wing back more but occasionally whenever we go back Breaker plays and he plays quite a bit that season and Potts plays quite a bit as well you know they get game time both of them in that season which is sort of extraordinary two amazing sort of servants to the club uh,
0: uh, the, from- the three-five-two 5 2 with um, I don't know if it was that season or not but with Unsworth Rio and Pierce. Pierce yeah. I thought was incredibly yes. well balanced yeah. and um, great you know whether it was Lazaridis or Sinclair or or Breaker, you know, coming in. out, we were really solid. Was it? Was it still Ludo? Ludo would it have been behind them? I can't.
2: Remember yeah, I think so. Was, yeah. it was his last season? I think he didn't. He uh, made two one error too many at Derby uh, that season and was was dropped. And didn't um, Bernard Lama come in because uh, yeah. Forest yeah. had been had been deputising yeah. for him occasionally, but. And Lama came in and played the last few games, didn't he?
0: Oh, I thought he was brilliant, yeah. Whether was it good. was because of or in spite of the drugs, I don't know, but I thought he was he was tremendous. Oh, well, great! great. you taking Earlier,
3: Rob. A, a, a feature of those videos that you've put up uh, going right back is the number of real shockers that uh, that that McCloskey makes some real, yeah. real howlers, you know. And, know. It's, and it's yeah. repeated, it's not just the odd one he gives you know he he makes mistakes that lead to a lot of goals against us in that
1: period yes it's extraordinary isn't it i mean you know obviously end of season compilations are usually a compilation of goals so they're never going to show a goalkeeper in the best possible light because you're going to see them being scored against you're not going to see many of their saves because ben parry made a you know, interesting point about Shaka going. You know, I used to love Shaka, but watching uh, Rob's end of season, <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. makes him look like he's a bit <laughs> of a catastrophe. And and destroying I
2: destroying all these goalkeepers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I n- I never felt that Shaka was like a top-flight keeper. I must say, no. um but I think we're
0: close. So
1: no. But McCloscoe, we really did. We, I mean, we we loved him and thought he was good. He was incredibly brave. The one thing I remember about McCloscoe was that he had no problem sort of diving at people's feet and taking a kick to the face and stuff like that. Quite often he the train in, is out because he's been kicked in the stomach in the yeah. or in the face, you know.
3: I mean, he put in some fantastic, really memorable. I mean, the performance against Manchester United oh. in that one-all draw at the end of the season was one of the greatest... Goalkeeping performances you're ever going to see. I mean, some of those yeah. saves were well, there was a save I think might have been from I can't remember if it was from York or from the uh, Cole or whatever that is just is just a miracle. I think you know it's, it's yeah. So, so you know he did he did he did make some great saves and he had that enormous long punt that led to a number of, of goals. Yes, <laughs> and, yeah. But you know that that's objective evidence, isn't it? Whether or not it's highlights or not, there is a succession of catastrophic errors you know and you wouldn't you 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 wouldn't see the same from a highlights reel of green or adrian for example many of whom many many of our fans put those two below him in the kind of annals of our our yeah Yeah. nor phil parks for that matter i suspect although obviously a lot of those are on phil
2: there's a couple of things you do have you have to remember but uh, like like point phil said about um, you know a highlights real is, is gonna show the goals that are scored against us and it um but but the other thing is that for the major, majority of his stay he was playing behind quite a weak defense so <laughs> yeah. um you know you have to take that into account as well, which yes, uh, do, uh, i think the confidence gets undermined both ways doesn't it i think the, yes the the, yes. the keeper thinks oh shit I'm, you know i'm on i've got i've got to, i've gotta get this clear or i've got to, i've gotta make sure yeah. I get to this. Um, and they might yeah. might take a risk that they wouldn't necessarily take yeah. otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. No, I, I loved him at the time. I've got to say. Yeah, I me
2: too. We all did. Didn't, yeah. I still kind of still have him as my all time number two after um, after Phil. Oh. I think. Yeah, That's yeah.
1: We'll carry on with this uh, after this message.
2: Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike, e-bikes that are cool AF.
1: Welcome back. Uh, Now, we're just about entering into a a season that sort of consolidated uh, uh, our... returned to being sort of half decent was uh, the season after 97-98 uh, um, was uh, out went Andy MP who only played for us for a sort of a calendar year really so I was surprised it was that short but he was a kind of um, I think he might have come before Sinclair Oddly, though, in my memory, he came after him was sort of an understudy, because I think he was right-sided as well. I might be wrong. But, yeah, he um, was. And he was he a real did. trier.
0: Yeah. He was obviously not as good as Sinclair, but pretty good.
1: No. Uh, but he really only spent sort of a, a calendar year with us, sort of part of, I think, maybe 1997 and part of ninety seven ninety eight, uh, or maybe... One year later But sort of arrived in the winter And left in the winter uh, So so a kind of um, a calendar year So he's out But in come This is another sort of feature of Harry Is his love of ageing legends To try getting them into the club You know uh, Obviously um, Paolo Futre was uh, the start of this But uh, Ian Wright comes in uh, Neil Ruddock comes in, and I think I had been saying to Jim um, on the terraces for years, he's eventually going to buy Neil Ruddock, isn't he? <laughs> and sure enough, he did buy Neil Ruddock in the same way that you went, Sam Allardyce will buy Andy Cole. Uh, Carol. And, uh, Carol. sorry, Andy Carroll, sorry, sorry, Andy Carroll, um, and that you know, um, so yeah, Ian Wright, Javier Margas comes in, Ruddock comes in. Keller comes in and um, immediately, and this again is sort of different in my memory, immediately displaces uh, Stan Lazaridis, who um, um, Harry's just lost interest in for some odd reason. And Lazaridis goes to Birmingham, has a very long career at Birmingham and a relatively short career for us. Yeah, a nasty always imagined- injury,
2: didn't Lazaridis had a nasty injury playing for us and he wasn't the same afterwards.
1: No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keller comes in uh, and is good. And similarly, Harry loses interest in Keller about a year later as well. So Keller plays a lot, I think, in this season, 98 99, Plays a lot in this season.
0: Um, and, Keller, was a, uh, ke- he, Keller was a tidy player without being spectacular, other than his incredibly spectacular goal, was it, against Derby? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Real long-range that. effort that yeah. cannoned off the bar. But... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Lazaridis, I was never an enormous I mean, a bit a little bit like Antonio, in the same way that I'm slightly ambiguous with Antonio. When he's brilliant, he's absolutely untouchable, but with, with Lazaridis, incredible pace. Um but I never thought his touch was it didn't just it didn't come to no. him terribly naturally.
1: He's like a less good Matthew Etherington. Uh has got pace. But, but about twice as fast. Far more talented. Yeah. Uh Everington's incredibly talented, I think. Uh, but uh, you know, um and of course, um in January, uh Foley and Canio come in. Uh Minto comes in to uh sort of uh dep for the for the sort of struggling Julian Dix because I think there are games we start in this season to um uh, occasionally change from our three-five-two to a four-four-two. So occasionally, um, it's quite possibly Breaker plays again. He might have gone by this time. Though. Um, and uh, Dix plays occasionally. You know,
0: Burke. Yet, yeah, for, for a man that loves a transfer, he oversaw our best crop of youngsters coming through that we've ever known. No. I'm not suggesting I'm not laying, giving him credit for it, but uh, it, it, you know, what a an array of riches he had. Yeah,
1: be, uh, I mean, they might to, have been in the youth setup before he even came from Berlin when they were well, kids.
0: yeah, funnily enough, I was, and Jim was saying before about one of the backdrops to what we're talking about was the, the youth coming in. I was in the first ever fans forum, or as so far as I know, I think it was the first fans forum that we had. And it was, we were going through one of those mid-90s <laughs> uh, terrible runs. And so the first, this first meeting of it, Uh, was a whole host of complaints, everything from the playing staff to the ticket operation, the bond scheme, still rumbling, everything you can... I remember there was um, uh, Peter Story was there and maybe a player, and and, and they had excuses for everything, but their main argument, they were saying that what we've really done finally, that we think we've done really well, we've nabbed from Arsenal the best youth coach in the country. And he is producing some of the most fantastic talent. And we are now, we've been, everyone used to nick our best players from us. And we've got this really clever, smart guy who nicks the best from everyone else. And we think we are now, and you'll see these coming through towards the end of the season. And lo and behold, it was Ferdinand and Lampard and then Defoe, Cole yeah. Carrick, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I don't think that was anything to do with Red Redknapp, but, Under his tutelage, they all start coming through.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing that happens in this season is that, um, uh, in the same way that uh, despite having Bishop and Allen, he buys Moncur, who then um, either displaces one of two players that are already really good or comes off the bench. You know, it very quickly became a kind of. off-the-bench player, John Monco, who's still with the club at this time, still gets a bit of day- game time. But then he can't resist buying yet another player that's, that's, that can go in sort of the middle of midfield in Mark Vivian Foye. So so then he sort of basically is trying to kind of include uh, Lomas, Lampard and Mark Vivian Foye in a sort of midfield. And what he quite often does is... Um, even though he's fantastic in this season, is Berkovic is quite often either dropped or substituted in a lot of these games. And, uh, you know, having been sort of our our sort of best player probably in the 1970 98 season, he's now the one that's slightly giving away. I'm not sure if he'd been kicked in the head by John Hartson uh, by this point, but then, you know, I think he probably. Uh, Arsene's
2: gone by then
1: anyway. Yeah, he's gone by then. And then Berkovich goes the next season, 99, 1999 to 2000. But um, it is a good season. We finish fifth. Um, and, uh, you know, perhaps Harry Redknapp's skill is in in including all these people and giving them a little bit of game time because he now has kind of too many footballers. Um, he loses interest in Samassi Abu in this season, who's still with us. Uh, and, uh, again, you know, these... Hilo is sort of... He's a really good player, said <laughs> Masi Abu, but... Um, um, In he prefers, he prefers yeah. to get...
2: I well, think we I, remember him better. We remember him better than he was. Uh, well, I think He, looking, was, a, he was a lot of at, flicks flicks and tricks, wasn't he? But they okay. didn't always come off.
1: I mean, looking at... Again, looking at these uh, highlights, films, and I, I know they are highlights, uh Make him look fantastic, incredibly sort of modern footballer as well, you know. Um, but anyway, Ian Wright comes in, but is then injured quite a lot, uh, but is uh extremely good, and uh, it is a really good side that season. Though I remember at the time going, This West Ham's not as good as the team that finished eighth, even though we finish higher up the table, I don't, it feels like we're not as good, and uh.
2: That sort of um... is that the season when we finished with two of the last three games we lost five one and six nil. Oh, I don't know, quite
1: yeah.
2: possibly. And then in between, or, or the final game, we won four nil. It was that sort of season. <laughs> we, we we lost six 0 at Everton, lost at home to Leeds five one, and then beat Middlesbrough at home on the last day four nil. That was yeah, that was just a yeah. season in a in a nutshell.
0: Well, the five one didn't we get? Two players sent off, even
2: three. <laughs> That's three the players, least, yeah. yeah. One went one went yeah. in the last minute. But uh yeah, was it his lot? It's Foley. his lot,
1: it's right, his lot. Right smashed and the dressing room up, smashed the referees room up. Uh, I'm sure Foe got sent off.
2: It was Lomas, I think. No, it's
1: Lomas. Yeah. Right at the end. Right in the last minute, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um uh Potts is still playing in that season <laughs> we know. Potts was playing under Rhoda. And Potts gets a bit of game time and he's very good. I think Ian Pierce Harry was still trying to play three at the back, but Ian Pierce was now going into a period of being injured a lot. So um and then we had Margas, who was also injury prone. So he's got Ruddock and uh Ferdinand uh in this in his uh, defense, but there's a little bit of, even you know, we finished fifth, so it's not obviously not a massive problem, but, uh, that third birth of a kind of three, five, two, um, switches quite a bit. Potts sometimes has to come in, move someone out to sort of a fallback position, you know, change to four, four, two. There's a bit of sort of tinker man happening in
0: that season. Yeah. Well, it's easy to be disdainful of Ruddock, but he was a, a quality player. I know he was. Just part right. of his he wasn't, best. Yeah, he wasn't going to. He wasn't, wasn't going to panic. So if no. you've got if you've got Ferdinand and Potts and and Ruddock, it's going to be they're going to know what they're doing, even yeah. though Ruddock may be slightly off the pace.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the sort of you know he's got good positional sense, and Ferdinand has a bit of pace about him. Also, Ruddock took free kicks for us. Took quite a few free kicks for us. Yeah. Uh, had a good sort of you know real pile driver shot to him you know, um, so we buy Stuart P- in, in in again Harry Redknapp's uh, desire to pick up ancient footballers. We get uh, Stuart Pearce. Uh We we get Paolo Wongchop this season who only plays for, for really this season. Uh, Igor Stimatch we get, uh, and then we get Canute who'd. Um, debuted the previous season uh we get really? gary charles as cover uh uh and michael carrick starts coming into the team and we finished ninth in that season
0: didn't didn't uh canute debut in the Paolo de great yeah. goal game he did he good. yeah he scored the other
2: goal didn't he
0: yeah did yeah harry harry sign him up yeah yeah i remember that well yeah yeah
1: uh that's funny. They're different games in my mind. I mean, I know I keep getting told that they are the same game, but and I'm sure they are. Uh but uh Well yeah. I had to think
0: because somehow it feels that Canute arrived after that. But I'm yeah, I think it to, was the same game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's tremendous for us. Except he's a more yeah. he's a bit Canute's a little bit he's not an out and out striker. He's actually quite creative. And in a way, he's a little bit like a front three-type player in this game because he actually likes to run at them. He likes to run at the defenders, like Sadio Mane or, you know, a front three-type player rather than an out-and-out striker. Um, and that's sort of part of the thing is that... so Because Di Canio's like that as well. Uh, so, so, you know, we don't actually have a kind of someone who... My job is just to bang it into the net, you know. We get Paolo Wanchop, and I remember one game, just a good game we had that season, and, you know, that season was a ninth-place finish, um, so it was okay. Um, But I think we were, I think as as fans, we were sort of going, we should be banging on the door of the Champions League now. You know, I mean, I know... um, Uh, You know, fans might be more demanding, but the sort of punters, the pundits rather, were sort of saying that as well. This is an amazing unit now, West Ham United. And that bloody 1998, team. there are games when, when A.L. Berkovich, Paolo Di Canio, Ian Ian Wright, Trevor Sinclair are all on the pitch at the same time. Didn't
0: we win the first four or five games in a row at the beginning of the season. I seem to remember we were in second place at one point and only off the top on goal difference.
1: Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's 98-99 or 99-2000. I mean, they're both sort of pretty good seasons. Um,
2: I think the the frustrating thing is on both uh, 97-98, when we finished, what was it, eighth? After winning the Barnsley... uh, yeah. Oh, 97, hundred and seventy-eight. Eight. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: We won on the opening day at Barnsley and then lost every single away game. Yeah. Between then and boxing day. Yeah. And, and I think we only won two more away from home anyway. So, but, so that's nothing necessarily to do with injuries. It's to do with tactics and set up and attitude, presumably, because there's no reason why you should be losing so many away from home and, and winning so many at home. Um, uh, if we if we'd picked up another four or five wins on the road that season i think we could uh, technically we could have been top s- certainly top 6 and then yeah 98 99 when we finished 5th i think we only won 5 away from home and we yeah. lost we lost five or six at home yeah so you know it, the, the opportunities were there there for the taking weren't they And in those certainly in those two seasons
1: yeah and then on to Harry's last season, and this is feels like it is Harry's everything that's wrong with Harry kind of summed up, and just the hubris of it. It's like out, out go one chop, and he sells Foley because, as you say, Russell, he'll always listen to an offer. So he sells Mark Vivian Foley, and you know maybe that's okay. Um, he brings in uh, Davos Suka. Uh, want to buy and Nigel Winterburn <laughs> who's really good to replace you know we signed Stuart Pierce when he was 37 I think so he might conceivably have left us aged about
2: 39
1: <laughs> uh, having had his leg broken and missing a whole season so then he replaces him with probably 36 year old Nigel Winterberg uh, Davor Suka whose career um, you know basically he came to retire in the same way that Paolo Futre and Ian Wright did although Ian Wright was fantastic for us fantastic uh, in his you know autumn of his years um, so that's what he buys and the other player he buys is Hayden Fox who hasn't got a work permit we send him out on loan the second he arrives because he's not um, Premier League ready uh, and then what we do a bit later and we'll come to this is he sells Rio Ferdinand having bought a, his big central defensive signing who's not ready to play football in this country or division um, so that's uh, some alarm bells uh, are ringing then In
0: fairness to Harry I maybe I'm remembering this wrong but we were desperately trying to keep Rio weren't we? Wasn't it inevitable? that he was going to go to one of the big boys and we were hanging on to him for as long as we could. Well, I mean, certainly hung on. to I remember going up to Leeds um, away to see Nigel Winterburn score (laughs) our winner, believe it or not. I think that might've been either Rio's last game or, 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 you know, penultimate and he was an absolute rock there, but I don't remember us really hawking him around. Of course, I wasn't privy to what was really going on behind the scenes, but I thought we had
2: had to pay for the new West stand as well.
1: Well, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, there was some pressure. Yeah,
2: yeah. this
1: is part of, uh, you know, the mystery of Harry is that, that he, you know, he would say, uh, you know, I begged him not to leave. I begged him not to leave, and then you hear that uh, uh, he got three hundred thousand pounds in a bung, uh, which he kept in a secret bank account in Monaco, named after his dog and his date of birth. And suddenly, you kind of go, oh, yeah, I could see how that might change your mind. Three hundred thousand pounds. Wow, that's that's interesting. Uh, so, you know, you just don't know. But um, it's, a, it's a a really, really uh, shitty season. Uh, but bizarrely, you know, it starts off really badly. Then we hit this run of form and we're eighth on Boxing Day. But the rest of the season, well, it's interesting. The first 19 games, uh, we win six, we lose four and draw nine. Uh, we sell Rio Ferdinand. Second 19 games, we lose 11 of them. Mm-hmm. We win three. We win three games, you know. And we finish 15th, and it's a massive struggle, and Harry leaves the day before, the, you know, the, our last game of the season, so Glenn Roder takes over. And, um,
0: you know, it's... It's very interesting. Who came in for Rio? Who was the central defenders once Rio went? Well, it
1: was um, you know he he basically he bought uh, Song, Daly, Camera, Soma, Todorov, Tianin, Schimmel, and Daly. Reaper went. I wrote this down somewhere. Uh, Trying to think who would have if if Rio went halfway gone. Right, I think I wrote down when Reaper went, but uh, it could have been the sort of end of Reaper at that point, but um, um, basically, kind of, I think Daily came a bit after Song, uh, God knows, Stimach might still have been there, I guess, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: you know, but um, selling Rio made everything fall apart, you know, um. And some strange, Cole and Carrick are sort of uh, starting to play pretty much every week. And in fact, watching Rob's highlights, uh, I had to check whether we'd sold Lampard or not. Because in the early in the early games, uh, we've now got Cole and Carrick in midfield. Lomas is still sort of there. So we're trying to squeeze all these players into this midfield. And quite often, Lampard goes completely missing in these games. But in fact... Um in finishing fifteenth, Lampard um you know, does uh, you know, score the goals that Frank Lampard does and, and and uh he is a sort of contributor to us actually staying in the division. He gets he buys Cabadioara, who plays quite a few games, um Christian Basilla. So it really is like throwing footballers at, at a problem. You know, a different yeah. A different set of people are just on the pitch every game. He's got a squad that seems to have about 40 people in it. And things really, you know, there's a good spell just before Christmas where we get to eighth and then it all falls apart again because he sells Rio.
2: And, um, I was just looking at the team from March 2001 that played Chelsea at Upton Park. Uh, so it would have been just after Rio left. And that has... It's so a three-five-two with Pierce and uh, Pierce. Oh, the two Pierce's as fullbacks. Um, Potts Daly and Raggy Soma in the middle. So Potts Daly and Raggy Soma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, you
1: it's know,
0: not Rex- a great. Uh, it's not a great eulogy for him, is it? He oversaw arguably, other than Man United, maybe the finest generation of. of english youth that's come through and that sort of dismantled under his ste- stewardship really didn't it i mean yeah. i know defoe was only, coming only, in
2: only, or, yeah only rio went under his uh, lampard left when redneck when left. he
0: left so carrot cage carrot carrot cole Department. and
2: yeah Glenn I'm John's being unfair, unfair then. John's okay. Yeah.
0: okay. Yeah. Well, but you think like, there, was, there was a group of players there around which we could have built such a good team?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, that season is the season where Cole and Carrick really start to just play most weeks. Carrick plays nearly every game that season. Cole um, doesn't play all of the games and is sometimes substituted and stuff. Um Cole gets called up for England whilst finding it difficult to force his way into the West Ham team uh, because of Harry's uh, sort of perceived embarrassment of riches. Um, And, yes, a pretty shitty season for them to have their debuts in. It could be so good. You know, it could be so good. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's a shame. It all goes, you know.
0: Yeah, I've just got this feeling that we seem to have fucked it up. You know, it's a it was a once in a lifetime opportunity with those sort yeah. of players that come through, and whether it was having the wrong board at the time, not understanding where the Premier League was going, I uh, don't know. But we'll never get that chance again.
1: No, but I mean, yeah, I, I think that's true of the early 90s. I don't think they knew what this new Premier League thing was. They just thought it was the first division by a new name rather than this new entity that you really had to, you know, stay in it. You had to be in it to win it. So, you know, it's first season. We don't manage to be in it, you know, and um, we get up and then we just don't have any strikers until Hartson and Kitson. You know, we're kind of struggling with you know, like Cotty on his second time, Morley for a long time, you get Euro and Boa, he won't play him. Uh, we can't put, you know, we're, we're having real sort of problems. Then we buy, we spend proper money on two strikers. And then it's as if it's a kind of spiritual sort of turnaround because they don't, they don't necessarily make all the difference. Kitson's injured half the time for a start. Fantastic though. He is. And what a terrific player he was. Um, it feels like he barely played for us. He was like injured half the time. Hartson was amazing for that year. And it, it signified a turnaround. Buying Trevor Sinclair, suddenly we looked like one of the most entertaining teams in the Premiership and also possibly one of the best. And then it sort of fell apart where we're buying Raghi Soma, Rigoberts Song. Christian Daly, who turned out to be good and, and was fine, but not, you know, he's not going to be playing for Juventus. Um, You know, and, uh, yeah, it slightly fell apart. And, you know, these kids are playing. Carrick and Cole are playing. But but then things are falling apart in that season. Uh, You know, it's extraordinary. Mm. Um, But it was a kind of, you know, that whole period has great players in. What Harry understood was... Uh, he did understand whatever we think we mean by the West Ham way. You know, some of those people that came through, you know, Samassi Abu with all his flicks and stuff was a very entertaining uh, player. Paolo wonchop was, as, you know, was, played for one season for us, scored quite a respectable number of goals in that season, Paolo wonchop He seemed very strange and odd at the time, but in fact, you look back. That's uh, a good plan. He was all right. He was a, good, he was a decent player he was a little just a bit unorthodox he was like not quite as good Denver Bar Hmm. you know that's a player that I would have loved to have seen play for West Ham for like you know several years is Denver Bar Uh, a fantastic player but uh, yeah so it was an interesting it was an interesting time Um, you know uh, you wonder whether all of that activity in the transfer market was due to the fact that there might be some kind of payment for him in the the execution of that transaction. You know, we um, couldn't possibly lot, say. I know a lot of people don't like him for those for those reasons. You know, he's he's he now has a kind of uh, very mixed sort of perception uh, for people after the team, but the, you know after the event. But uh, he did, you know, oversee. A period of when, at least even when we were playing badly, we were sort of playing in an idea of what the West Ham way is. And certain of that was to do with the players to the club, Trevor Sinclair, you know, Freddie Canute. Those were, you know, brilliant players to unearth and bring to the team.
0: Well, it was a shame that um, he did, he, you know, he clearly is a really talented football manager but a lot of the rumour that abounded at the time, and a lot of what became public information in the course of his trial, um, leads one to assume that you know he couldn't resist a deal, and if that you know that wh- whatever, however that deal might be, and however, <laughs> and if it benefited him so much, the better, and that that arguably tarnished his, his, his managerial talents. He could have yeah. been the better club, you know, if he if he wasn't this transfer junkie. And why was he a transfer junkie? Maybe because there was something in it for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that became the cliche about him. You know, like Wheeler Dealer. <clears throat> that expression was being used when he was when he was our manager, and then you know, later on when he yeah. was first oh, he, manager, at he gets really cross because, was... because a journalist calls him a wheeler dealer. And he, you know, goes, "No, I'm not
0: just that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm grateful. But and it's a shame because, you know, he built great teams and he was a really good manager. And I, to my, going back to what we were saying at the beginning, when he was deputy manager at when under bonds, it was clear to me who was the talent where, you know, who was the talent there and that he was going to come through. But, yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: Uh, now, Russell, you you have something to say about uh, uh, um, Harry Redknapp, don't you?
0: Ah, uh, uh-huh. yes. It, uh, is, well, it um... was all going it was all going so well, um, but now I shall I shall ruin a little because I've I've, I've long since held a theory about uh, about Redknapp, and um, I know we like to talk about uh, different sorts of slightly eclectic subjects on the podcast, and my theory is that when Shakespeare wrote Hamlet. He based it on the departure of Harry Redknapp. Right. And that play is what it is because he's, he'd observed, William Shakespeare had observed the way uh, Redknapp had departed from West Ham. So, like uh, um, that's
1: the future when Biff gets the, uh, the, um, the, the book of football scores. He reverse engineers his own fame
0: or his um, No, 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 there's no reverse engineering. I think Shakespeare was there at the time. Oh, wow. And um and Terry Brown was con- you know, it, and con- you know, they were the he was a little con- consultant to the club. Anyway, yeah. so um I put together my little theory and I'm I'm grateful for this opportunity, if if you wouldn't mind, no, for sure. me to so setting it out to your your listeners. So look, I'm sure we're all uh, familiar with the basic Hamlet theme, but just very, very briefly, old King Hamlet gets usurped by his brother Claudius, who takes not only his throne but also his wife, and then the old dead King appears as a ghost to Prince Hamlet and tells him to get revenge. So, um, uh, and among this cast of thousands, Harry Redknapp in this plays the ghost of King Hamlet. Jamie Redknapp is Prince Hamlet. Glenn Rhoda is the new King Claudius. Sandra Redknapp is Queen Gertrude. Uh, we have a guest role for Manny Omoyimni who comes in as the skull of Yorick. And then there's walk-on parts for other skulls uh, who are Boogers, Joey Beecham and T.T. Camera. So, listen, let's, let's get on with it I know there's not much time. Great. The, the achievements of King Harry Hamlet of Upton were manifest. Victories against Finns of Jokarit, Gauls of Metz and the Spurs of Totenscheid. He assembled also a magnificent army led by Lomas of Hanover and boasting dukes of Ferdinand de Canio and Sinclair. He wanted to sign the Duke of Hazard, but he was only nine years old. Yet something was <laughs> rotten in the state of Upton. Master Hartson had used the head of Master Berkowitz for jousting practice. But the die was really cast with Harry's signing of Laertes Danny, the half-Portuguese, half-Japanese man, so handsome, Harry didn't know whether to play him or fuck him. Um, but from the holy island of Lindisfarne, Claudius, Roder of the Glen, was also eyeing him up. Results yeah. turned bad, and quicker than a Joey Beecham trip to Swindon, Hamlet was gone, and Claudius, Roder of the Glen, crowned in his place with God preserve us, Sandra, as his queen. Fast for some months later, Prince Jamie Hamlet asleep in bed with a fair Ophelia Louise, and perchance he dreamt. His father Harry appears to him. here, Jamie. It's thy father's spirit. You know, Harry. I'm reaching out to you, from the Sandbanks purgatorial or Cairo, to tell you it weren't my fault, son. They'd done for me, Jamie. It was that nasty roader at a glen what poisoned my lovely Sandra against me. They fitted me up, the whole Yorick Omoyimni affair. I don't think that skull edited it more than twice in the old bleeding game. My brand paper bags was full of P45s. And not just for me, Jamie. They'd done for Rosie and Uncle Frank. And Rosie was right in the middle of her accountancy part twos. Bastards, for sure. And what's worse, my boy, is they've robbed you of your rightful inheritance. West Ham's your club, Jamie. Not to play for. Naturally, we aim far higher than that. But it's the club of the big free, Bobby and Erste and Redknapp. And you're a Redknapp, for sure. To thine own family be true, for sure. Avenge your father. Remember me, for sure. Well, Prince Jamie was perplexed. Was that his old fella? It looked like his elbow resting on the open window of his Range Rover, special sable metallic paint, Gadzoups, could it be true? Well, how could he get revenge on West Ham? The club he was taught as a boy to love with all his heart, but was obviously far too good to ever play for. He stirred. <laughs> Ophelia Louise nudged against him. Is that the cock that is the trumpet to the morn? She winked seductively. No, nah, it's just morning. Alan Brazil will be on soon. <laughs> Jamie was too distracted, even for Louise, who thought him mad. An idea, but no... The play wasn't the thing. Television was the thing. He called Andy Earl of Grey, a man who quaffed not only with Emperor Deslinum, the smooth, but also Pope Rupert the creepy. And they devised three plans for revenge comes not in single spies, but in battalions. First, whenever West Ham won, they would be last on match of the day. Second, the curse of McCabe. Omayimni would be child's play. Conquistador Don Carlos of Tevez would pit West Ham into an abyss of fines, points deduction and ignominy. And thrice, many years hence, the club would sell its kingdom for a horse. But the nag by Olympia out of Sebastian wouldn't even be placed in the 3.45 at Kempton. Time passed, form dipped. Danny, too sexy for shirt and Sandra, slunk back to Portugal via Japan. The legions of ducats York paid for Sir was spent on Lego fortification and the club was neither a borrower <laughs> or lender be in the transfer market. Not Prince Paulo or Sir Trevor of Brookings could save West Ham from the EFL, where Norwegian players hoof it skyward and TV highlights are in that <laughs> darkest hour just before dawn. So what do we learn? We should have been nicer to Harry... Sullivan may glisten, but is not gold. That with West Ham again, now on the brink of relegation, history is indeed a never ending cycle of repetition. Who knows? But before you poo-poo my theory, consider that an anagram of Jamie and Sandra Redknapp is spare Denmark, Jap Danny. Well, Danny may have absolutely <clears throat> nothing to do with Japan, but it scans, so he does now so there you are i think you're fine nice. that is a pretty compelling theory that shakespeare just he just observed rednap and that was it he wrote there you go excellent
1: excellent thanks about that russell now now just to top this off Quite often, if you do a course in health and safety or uh, first aid at any company you join, there's quite often a course and a brief exam at the end. And this <laughs> podcast is no exception because we have a brief exam uh, to go over everything we've learnt from this podcast. And uh, this this exam is going to be um, conducted by Sir Rob of Banks and uh, um, and uh, uh, Rob. How does it go?
2: Oh, um- uh, ah yes, actually, uh, Russell. B- before I start, I-, I thought uh, uh, Harry might have mentioned that Yorick was down to bare bones. Oh, oh, God. oh
0: God.
2: it uh, was in there, but as you know, I had to. do late, so bad. <laughs> 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 um, well, you, you covered off one of my questions in your in your uh, in your little play, so I'll just scrub that one. But uh, yeah. there is a, a red nap. There's a red quote in here uh, of who did Rednapp say with straight face. He don't speak English too good. Oh, oh God. Uh, well, there could be
0: so many. It's uh, not uh, as if he signs any foreign players, is it? <laughs> <laughs> there was
2: one in particular.
1: Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, God. How maddening. Um,
2: oh, he's uh, looking at Phil's his list, I can tell. I am looking at him.
0: Who was the one that you mentioned earlier that played for us so few times but we paid so much money?
2: That he paid, it was the whole income uh, from the East. Was he Rally season. to you? No, no, uh, uh, we, we have mentioned him earlier,
1: yeah,
2: earlier, and I think he might even have been in your play, Russell. But uh, uh, do you want a clue? Boogers? Yeah, uh, he got a couple against Barnsley in the 6 0. Oh,
0: Samastia Booth, Semastia Booth,
2: no, yeah, I didn't, Booth. didn't mention him. Oh, okay, uh, he. Uh, Redknapp's turnover of players was such that he signed, as as far as I can count, nine players that never even made a first team start. <laughs> can you can you name? I don't know um, two of them. This is this is tough. Actually, this is this is hard. Yeah. So I won't. Uh, I won't uh, Alex it. Bunbury. No, he was pre-rednat. He's,
0: pre-redna. he's bonds, isn't he? Yeah. So give us a clue by who were the six that he signed when we sold Ferdinand. Oh gosh, Kamara played. Uh, um, yeah, I don't yeah,
1: think. most of those played, I think. Yeah. Soma,
0: Daly, Song, Rigobert Song played, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. God, nine. That's astonishing.
2: One of the, one of them. One of them stands out as as quite a big signing. He never. It, he made a few sub appearances, but never made a start.
0: So Hayden Fox played because I remember he I was, played, I was quite yeah. impressed with him. Yeah. I mean, um, was he just, uh, well, so he went to the um, Jimmy Bullard? Uh, I
2: th- mm. that's a good, that's a good, good shout actually. He might, he might be in, the, I might've missed him. He certainly made a sub appearance, didn't he? I like he did. Yeah. But, uh, If you're thinking of the same game I'm thinking, there's someone else that played in that game as a substitute who never made a start, should have scored the winner. Oh. Oh. I can't remember last week. I I remember watching that, but I can't remember who you're talking about. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You also mentioned mentioned one of these. There's Christian Basilla. Oh, did he not start? I thought he started. Gavin Holligan. Gavin Holligan was the, the, the guy who should have scored at Anfield. Um, Marco Marco Boogers never made a start
1: oh didn't he oh yeah Yeah. That's it's always came on as a sub
2: yeah Um, the other names on the list uh, probably a bit more obscure Mark Watson, Paolo Alves, Scott Mean Ian Moore, David Terrier and Sean Byrne
1: oh yeah Terrier yeah oh yeah good Sean Byrne I don't know at all. Polygon was in the Very Good Youth team wasn't he
2: yes that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, with with Lada, I think.
1: Yeah.
2: 97-98, um, we only lost twice at home. Who did we lose to?
1: Was Newcastle one of them?
2: Castle was one of them.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh... <sighs> it was just one was of those one? days. Yeah. When they, they were on fire, the, the other team were on fire. Oh, was it, Middlesbrough? We were a bit- it was in Middlesbrough. Oh. Southampton. It was Southampton four two. Yeah, point each. Letitia destroyed us that day. Yeah, right. And then ninety eight ninety nine, finishing fifth, which is still our best ever finish in the Premier League. Uh, how many points? And what was the goal diff? What was our goal difference?
0: A goal difference was minus one, wasn't it? Because I don't think we've ever had positive goal difference.
2: Mm, It was lower than that.
0: Premier League. Lower than that? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Minus two, okay. Um, The points, when we finished fifth, and obviously there was three points for a game, I'm I'm showing my age there, but um, I suspect it wasn't terribly high. We we, we had a really good run-in, did we? And we sort of scraped. I'm going to go
2: for 59. 59. Oh. Oh, I'll have to take 59. Did we say
0: that at the same time?
2: Yeah. It was 57. Oh. And the goal difference was minus 7. Oh. And it was, that, um, it was those two games that I mentioned where we lost 6-0 at Everton and and 5-1 at home to uh, Leeds, what did us. Uh, yeah. So it's 2015-16 remains uh, a we point. Did not point.
0: lose... Two seasons running, really heavily at Everton—a six-nil and a 7 0 or something, or a seven-one. Um, we lost seven-one at nice Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that was where we had the audacity to take the
2: lead. That was the the first, wasn't it? Yeah, one yeah. shot. Paolo, one shot. One shot was it, right? Um well, yeah. I think I think we'll we'll draw a line there because all the other all the other questions we've kind of covered off in the. Uh, in the, in, the, in the podcast
1: oh, excellent. So, excellent We still don't we'll get them we we'll no. call it I think I might have Narrowly won that uh, Russell <laughs> I think so no.
0: Anyway uh,
1: That's probably That's probably enough For uh, this uh, podcast uh, we we go for a fair while um, Jim Grant was on He had to go away uh, To a, a Skype reunion Of his cricket team uh, And uh, But with me uh, tonight Have been uh, Rob Banks Hello Good night, and Russell Raphael. So yeah. Come on, you irons.
3: Wasn't that a great
2: podcast? Now if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called What Has He Said Now and is available wherever you got this podcast. You're gonna lose a number of people
0: to the flu. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Step into the world of power,
1: loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to
0: get mixed up in the family business.
1: Introducing The Godfather at choppercasino.com.